What is going on, Internet? And welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Namacron, episode 38. And you know what we didn't discuss at all the last two episodes, even though we've already hit that mark and passed it? It's our anniversary, boys. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. That's right. We we've been at like... this. <laughs> yeah. We weren't going to do shit. episode 38 uh the the one year special although is not really much special we're bringing to the table today to be honest i am your host alex aka snurf and joining me of course my two homies my two best buds uh us now i'm just fucking with you (laughs) (laughs) my homie the chungus among us a man of many accolades does he have any new ones today i think shrimp shrimp pasta (laughs) master ollie (laughs) the monstrosity (laughs) what up thank you yeah, it's a. I've been coming a long way since the Chungus Among Us all the way to what was it, lasagna, Garfield lasagna or something last week. Yeah, I, I think it was. There was a lasagna of some kind. It's a lasagna of some kind, and now we're, we're on to shrimp pasta. Uh, Which is things. funny because I actually made shrimp pasta last. I think night that's where it, I think that's where the discussion came from, and I was like, please call me that next time, and and I only just remembered now, so so that's Fair the story, enough. folks. Also, of course, a man with no accolades because he chooses not to, and that's his choice, and he stands by it. <laughs> Ryan, yeah. synthetic, Indeed. what up, man? <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> um, we may not have anything special for our one-year anniversary show, but that's A-OK because everything we do is special here at Nerdy Nomicron. Um, a few things in the uh, in the discussion pipe, as it were. We've got some She-Hulk. We've got some Rings of Power. The biggest thing today, D23 just happened, or is happening, I should say, which is huge. I won't lie, though. Before we got started, I watched the uh, the D23 game showcase. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Was that today? Yeah. No, it was like yesterday or whatever, but uh, oh, okay. nothing cool. Yeah, I saw one game and it didn't even have a title, and I was like, a "What the of, fuck?" Right, a couple of updated trailers for like uh, Midnight Suns and a bunch of other shit, but just a bunch of lame Disney stuff. I mean, I don't know what I expected from that. Um, there is. Oh, see, sorry. Did you guys no, not see bad. that uh, the Captain America and Black I was Panther two steps away from that? Yes, there is oh, okay. that one. Um. <laughs> Written by Annie Hennig, who, for those of you who don't know, is the one responsible for all of the writing of the Uncharted games. Um, so I'm hoping that we're getting an Uncharted-style game, but with Cap and, I would imagine, T'Chaka, right? Um, yeah, definitely has to be one of the this is World predecessors. War II. Yeah, well, unless they do a different kind of, you know, it's not Earth-616, it's like a different... Uh, iteration where they do happen to exist at the same time but yeah i can and totally see that being it's the case, four to be playable honest. heroes because it's also dum dum dugan i think or one of the other like mil like the squad guys um and then one of uh black panther's uh intelligence officers or something like that dope either way 
there wasn't much to that trailer. It was just like a, a scrolling shot over proof of concept. Yeah, paperwork, mm-hmm. and then like some Hydra symbols, and then that was more or less it. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's kick this off with let's say She Hulk. We just had what the third episode, fourth, I think. Fourth, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was fourth. Was it fourth already? Yeah, and I mean we're four out of nine, right? Like we're. I believe just, so. Just about halfway. Yeah. Damn. So I'd I like heard. to. I thought third. I thought third. For nope. Sure. Nope. Fourth. I just checked. No. I know it's it just kind of all forgettable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of want to hear Ryan's thoughts, like again going. Oh, you just want to, you just want to open the gates to, to Ryan yeah. and have okay. you and I as padding at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, let's start with it because we. Ryan, okay. let's go Ryan. Ryan. Tear, this, with it. tear this shit up. So I don't know if we ever discussed this, but like prior to this show coming out, this episode did have a small part in trailers, and it was a large part of uh, the the talk surrounding this show and the hype uh, was because of something that happened in this episode. Um, but it was very much misinterpreted, I will say. Uh, do you guys, hold on, hold do you guys on. remember... I'm quite certain Mephisto's Pardon? confirmed. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, we're not doing Sorry. that again. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on, right? <Ryan. laughs> okay. So do you guys remember when people were talking about how Ghost Rider might be in this show? Oh, what? yeah. I remember yeah. you bringing it up. I don't remember yeah. ever hearing that. Oh, oh did we talk about it? Okay. We so did. it was yeah. it was because of the, uh, there was like this, you, you know, one of those upright wooden signs that you see in front of like stores uh, yeah. to like, I don't know, like announce sales or something like, uh, like happy hour. <laughs> yeah, like a vertical banner. Yeah. Uh, one of those that said um, what people thought was Johnny Blaze. Oh, yeah, it was this. <laughs> That's <laughs> and funny. That's this, funny, funny. this is what we get. This Donnie Blaze, a magician that got a sling ring. I, well, I, just, wanted to, I just wanted to point that out because I thought about that last night. I was like, no way, man. Like, this, this is actually what we got instead. They're teasing it, I feel like. Like they're it, like it's gotta be right with with how meta this show is. I feel like that was on purpose. I I really do hope so, but still, like do you, I I don't know, man. Are you? Suggesting, I, don't, I don't like that. Uh, go ahead. Or sorry, are you suggesting that Donnie Blaze is going to be Ghost Rider? No, no, no. I, I'm suggesting that it was like purposely misled because it was like you really couldn't see anything but the like nny blaze from the trailer Uh, that's all you could see in the trailer and it just stirred up a massive pot of like theories on reddit and whatnot um and like i just i feel like they put things like that in the trailers in this case to purposely mislead us like there's no way that they overlooked the fact that that was in the trailer well, speaking right. of of which, like we didn't even discuss how episode three with those um, construction workers with the um, fucking why am I blanking on the name of the Asgardian, the Asgardian construction equipment? Yeah. Wrecking we, crew. 
didn't we even have a fucking theory when we saw the snippet of like the crowbar the hammer he was using that it was the same staff that was in um uh oh, dude i'm fucking high already and it's not even like 10 minutes into this podcast we just fucking watched it with oscar <laughs> isaac you know the staff of uh moon knight yeah moon knight that's it because it had like the same kind of glow and like thing to it and i remember when we when we were discussing the trailer before the show came out we theorized or i brought the theory up that people were having online that um some of the connections that kang is going to come through is because he's introducing this technology to people in the past so one of them being that staff another one being the bangles of uh uh miss marvel blah 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 and then when we discussed this trailer i brought that up and people were potentially thinking that that was going to be another thing ended up just being some dudes who wanted to beat up she hulk for presumably <laughs> not being a hero like i i didn't quite understand <laughs> yeah, why they were like hey you like you you want to like pretend and say you're a hero but and not be one we're gonna beat you up with this as guardian like construction equipment so yeah and like speaking of which how the <clears> fuck <throat> did they get that all the way there from asgard i'm assuming there's like a whole I don't know if they're selling it now, whatever. I don't know. Well, but I would say that's most likely what's going to happen. Like, it'll be revealed that, like, there is sort of arms deals for stuff like that, but they are working for somebody, and they were just trying to get her blood. Oh. Okay, well, yeah, I haven't... For Wilson Fisk, actually. I they are an actual group of people in the comics called the Wrecking Crew, who do small jobs and odd jobs for different crime bosses but fisk is one of them yeah i well with one of the recent um announcements from d23 i have a completely different theory that kind of connects some of our uh discussions we've been having about she hulk and the mcu um very like light theory that i only kind of made up in my head today i don't know if other people are having the same theory but i'm sure they're out there so um yeah, we can continue with Ryan's interpretation until we get to that point and start talking about announcements. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I, I do want to start off, I guess, by by saying that I think, in my mind, this is undoubtedly the best episode. Um, yeah, I would agree. Okay. Ironically, I... mm-hmm. sorry, I was just saying, ironically, this kind of felt like a villain of the week type episode. Like, it felt like a CW show where they just, like, kind of, like, plop them in and, like, oh, hey, here's, like, the whole thing going on. Don't, don't do um, that. Don't I know. Don't ever compare <laughs> but our like with how, to the CW. But with how meta this show is, I kind of felt that vibe, like, that's what they were going with. Because no. she even said last episode in episode three, hey, don't expect this to be, like, a cameo show where everyone comes in every episode because you know whose show this is called, She-Hulk or whatever. And I don't know. I felt like it's yeah, a little. And then in the end credits, she was like, it. "Also, be aware that this show is not a lame CW show. This is an awesome Marvel show." Yeah, bitches. sure. So sure. definitely, with that if being only the exact was that lame. Let's let Ryan continue his destruction or yeah. whatever of this episode. <laughs> okay. That said, it being the best episode so far, I still did not like it. um i've heard a lot of (laughs) i've heard a lot of people saying that they did really like the um 
the character interactions between uh, that Madison girl and yeah. Wong. Yeah, Wongers, you mean? Wongers. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what you guys think about this. I personally did not like that character at all. I I didn't I just didn't enjoy that what was the, the point dialogue that they had. Yeah. I mean I <laughs> her first appearance, yeah, I couldn't stand her. But then like immediately she starts to kind of grow on you, mostly because her and Wong fucking bro out and become besties, and I think that's I think that's why I like the character, because like Wong doesn't <laughs> really have any yeah. friends he had a meal kind of and like yeah, steven's off doing whatever the fuck he's doing right now so he's not in the picture and wong's sitting by himself watching the sopranos hmm. like he needs a bestie and if madison is going to be his bestie and she's only going to show up for like 10 seconds every uh, every now and then just to have a quick hey then you know what i'm all about it this is like so um like i don't even like it's getting to a fourth fifth sixth wall breaking though because we already have a show she hulk where some people are the are that comedic like random character and then you're adding them to minor characters and now minor characters are getting their own like comedy relief whatever getting intense ryan continue (laughs) um i i i do however like i i don't think that uh that things like that make it a bad show necessarily though i I think that it's really doing a a fantastic job of staying true to itself and the audience that wanted to see this is happy with what they're getting i feel like so it in its to to give it a little bit of respect i think uh it is doing its job perfectly and to be honest this show is simply not for me. I am not necessarily the target audience of this show. So I do feel uh, like I judge this show a little too harshly because of my biases. Um, And I do recognize that I I think that it is doing a relatively good job of appealing to its, its fans, I suppose. Do you guys have any take on that before I actually get into the episode? Um, I don't know if I really care to get into like details of the episode. Like it was entertaining. Um, I, like I kind of agree with you, Ryan. Like we might not be the main demographic that this show is intended for, and it's kind of hard to tell with Marvel's whole uh, game plan with these shows whether you know we went into it with Wandavision and Loki basically and being like, okay, this is expanding what we get in the movies, and now we're at the point where it's like, no, they're just trying to hit all the demographics and get them to start watching the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it now. Is like they definitely it's not just about experimenting because of all the critiques of people saying, oh, the movies are all the same. It's the same MCU formula. Now they're basically like going like, okay, okay, we hear you. And while a lot of people like it, we still want to get that extra like 5% that we can get. Um, (laughs) And I think that's what they're doing. They're kind of like trying to sweep people in and it's entertaining. But at this point, I feel like they're building the MCU TV shows to kind of be the, the, the safety net where if people don't get drawn in from the movies, hey, there's at least a TV show where, yeah, the premise involves it being involved with the MCU, but if you're looking for um, 
you know, your Two Broke Girls or, I don't know, like, your CW show, here it is. And, like, it has aspects of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What did yeah. I just say? I know. Comparing Disney to the CW. Well, compare it to, like, any other sitcom, like no. Friends or no. something, whatever. Like, they're trying to get no. people who normally are no, into no, that. No, 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 no. Then watch it because it's not necessarily because it's She-Hulk or any other character, but because it has elements of that in the show and it's under the Disney umbrella. So you might as well jump from one to the next. So I, I kind of see what they're doing. The show is still entertaining. I might continue watching it, but it's going to be like the bottom of my list in terms of like, if I want to watch a TV show um, and I got nothing else to watch or something where I've caught up on all my other shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I like that take. Alex, what do you think about that? I think Ollie should just keep his opinions to himself. <laughs> I don't know, man. I kind of agree <laughs> with like, the CW type of like oh, feel God, that's, uh, that, that I get like, from like, this show. Like I feel like it's specific to this show so time. far. But, like, they have a different type of formula. Like, the CW formula is, like, campy and um, over-emotional. And the Marvel formula with... is just boring and spoon-feeding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they're Which just, is... like, two sides to a coin. I suppose. <laughs> I just, <laughs> anyway, I think I... Uh... What, what is your... Uh, I want to know what you think on, uh, like, all of this. Um, well, one... As previously stated, I don't agree with the CW, whatever. But I can understand what both of you and what both of you mean on that. Um, for me, though, like like I, I I just said, like I think the CW is a little more romance riddled and driven, um, and we don't really have that. I mean, yet. I mean, who who knows what uh, what is next up Disney's sleeve? Um, as far as trying to branch out and, and gain different demographics. I don't think they're just trying to shoehorn this shit in to do so. I think they're trying to prove Disney or, or Marvel studios as a whole is trying to prove that this certain specific nerddom, this, this comic book era is for everybody. It's not just for fucking nerds. Right. Um, and so going in with that approach, is She-Hulk the strongest Marvel show? No. Uh, in fact, I would go as far as to say it's probably the weakest so far. Um, <laughs> it's a fat agree for me. If... <laughs> <laughs> but that said, it's still entertaining for me. Just like Hawkeye was still entertaining for me. Did the format kind of suck? Yeah. Did we really get much from it? No. Not even a little bit. It was funny. There were there were decent moments of action, um, and it was entertaining. And I think She-Hulk also falls in that category of it's not the greatest, but it's still entertaining for me, and it's still a different take on a different kind of show. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, yeah, I think I think She-Hulk is probably the weakest format so far. Okay. Yeah, I, I really like that one as well, actually. Yeah. I think it was well I, said. But yeah. I, I do also think that uh, you might be more into this type of show generally, at least like 
this type of comedy show, I guess, Alex, than, yeah. than I am for sure. I'm not really 100% on where Ollie sits on, on like a large majority of these types of shows. Meh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of felt like that was going to be your response based on your, your <laughs> Hulk uh, impressions as well. Sure. The only thing that I really thought was particularly good about this episode was the um that little like bit at the end with titania um uh giving her her, like the court order yeah serving her uh i and uh, like not even necessarily because like uh uh, oh we get uh this character is a repeat villain or whatever but it's just like i i do think that that's kind of I, i like that bit i like the bit of her maybe being a problem like a, a very small issue in every episode where she takes up like a single scene and is dealt with and then disappears in some like right. weird way considering titania is she hulk's nemesis yeah like if if they wanted to really double down on on a joke for the like a running joke for the show i think that would be a good one in my <coughs> opinion i don't know if everybody would agree, but I just think that would be like an entertaining way to put a little bit of action into each episode as a large majority of them seem to be very boring in that regard. Like this episode was okay, I guess because they were fighting like demon. (laughs) I don't even know what the fuck. Were those gremlins? They kind of reminded me of of the things we saw in Shang-Chi and that's what I thought they were at first, but I don't, yeah, they no, were they the had like f- actual like formed faces. The things in yeah. Shang Chi were like it more looked like the face sucker part of a xenomorph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, and they were like growing and stuff based on I think when they died they grew and revived is what it looked like. Oh, yeah. I. I don't know if I missed that, but I assumed it was when there was less of them, they started to evolve and grow bigger because when it showed you their mm. like home world, there was like millions of them and they were all those bat things. But I'm guessing like, I don't when, think I don't so, know. but you see like what I saw was that she, um, Jen like picked one up by its tail and slammed it over, like, uh, like picked it up and slammed it on the ground. um and it it like basically snapped and died and then it grew like it doubled in size and stood up again wasn't that a nod to how hulk beat up loki in the first avengers i i mean i would assume so yeah because that was like the exact same like motion that he did yeah Mm -hmm. why do that a third time what was the second time (laughs) ragnarok Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like their running gag, I guess. Maybe just for the developers themselves. Mm. Or not the developers. Yeah, but, who knows. Uh, you know. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, like Ollie was saying, I'm going to keep watching this show, I think, as well. But I'm not really going to put too much thought into it. Like, it'll be it'll be kind of at the end of my list. Um I think I'll probably I'll do the watch parties still because it's it is nice to to do the watch parties, but it won't be like something that we're gonna put a big emphasis on like we have for other shows. I think. Yeah, fair that's enough. fair. 
Um, um, I don't really have anything else to say on this if you guys uh, are ready to move on, because I do want to talk a little bit about the Rings of Power if we're done here. Um, yeah, I mean, the only other things that I that I felt like discussing are really like arbitrary points, so I'm good to move on. Well, I was I was going to ask mm-hmm. out of my own curiosity is what does everybody think about that hell dimension and is this? possibility of a Mephisto-like situation starting or being nodded at. Um, I well, to kind of repeat what I said in a in last episode when we talked about episode three with Hulk being on the ship going to Sakaar. I feel like that's just like a humorous kind of nod to another part of the MCU. If it ends up being anything to do with Mephisto, I feel like it would just be coincidence and not trying to like brew anything up from this point onwards if you if that makes sense sure yeah i kind of agree i think that uh especially knowing the general uh timeline of the movies going into the end of phase six um i think that unless they were purposefully doing this to plant the seeds for the third saga of uh marvel then i i don't think that it, it, it really is anything more than just like um some extreme form like uh, of uh a, an extreme place to send somebody for comedy's sake hmm. what I do you think though i mean it seems like uh seems like you have some opinion on this though um, yeah, I'm curious to hear what he has to say when he gets okay, back. Okay, never mind. Oh, they stopped before I could even get left. out of my chair. Good. Yeah. So, why? Where were you going with the Mephisto thing, Alex? Oh, it's just. It was just curious. Oh my God, was this going to happen every time <laughs> I fucking talk? My dogs are going to go off. <laughs> I'm, no, I was just curious to see what everybody thought because like everybody's been pointing towards this for so long since like fucking Wandavision, and then yeah. you know we kind of see a hell dimension in multiverse, and then. And then now, right? So, yeah, okay. that's you know true. What? It, it could be another Donnie Blaze situation where they're just like, you know, like tease us little by little by like showing that kind of thing. And then we'll get it like, I, it'd be so funny if the whole Mephisto thing doesn't end up panning out at all and just comes back after like the Kang Dynasty phase ends (laughs) and it's gonna be like a phase seven kind of thing i would like actually laugh dude i bet though like i i feel like that's the most likely outcome yeah especially with the current announcements that happened at d23 um Mm -hmm. i just feel like they got way too much on their plate for this phase as it is that like mephisto's ship has sailed i feel yeah i agree you don't even know I would I, like I, to I see mean, him like, still. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, I don't even know, but yeah, that's what I'm extrapolating from the evidence. No. Yeah, no. Like I said, I was just curious as to what everybody thought. But yeah, let's uh, let's kick this into Rings of Power because I really wanted to talk about this last week, um, but unfortunately Ryan was unable to see it at that time. So now that you yeah. have seen, have you? Are you all caught up? I am. I uh, I watched episode three. Um, actually, the night it came out, I was just happened Whoa, to be checking Prime, and uh, and it was released. And I think was it the best show you've ever time. seen? 
<laughs> um, uh, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't really say that. Uh, but I want to hear because I, I get the feeling that Alex is the most well versed in. Uh, and I'm not even that well versed. But I, I feel like you're you're more versed than Ollie and I, from the sounds of it. So I want to hear your opinions on it so far. Well, I mean, I, I go off of what what little I know of the Tolkien verse, um, and I'm not a huge, I'm not a super fan. You know, I'm not. I don't know all the books front to back. I don't even know what's even contained in the Silmarillion. To be honest, I've never read it, and quite frankly, I probably won't. Mm-hmm. Um, from what mm-hmm. I understand, it's a collection of stories told Some... from the perspective of the gods. And think... uh, yeah, something like that. Just written yeah. by Tolkien's son, I think. So it's started like an by it was fact. started by Tolkien. I think yeah, he put it together, his... I believe, and finished it. That's cute. Um, so like, I don't, I don't really know too much on that aspect. And to be honest, I don't really care. Um, so far, what we've been given in Rings of Power is a pretty awesome fantasy show. Now, does it rival things like Game of Thrones? No, because it's not that kind of show. It's not a show about deception, sex, blood, and gore. It's 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 a high fantasy set in the Tolkien universe. Um, you know, detailing a, a certain part of Galadriel's life. Uh, before like the the big big return of Sauron and so far from what I've seen without knowing all the lore without giving a fuck about all of the lore I really do like this show I think it's pretty awesome um I think the effects are well done the acting can be a little stiff sometimes I won't uh I won't deny that but apart from that like if you just want a good fantasy show to just kind of to watch and fall into without having to really think so fucking hard about it. It's a good watch. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree with that sentiment. Um, Like regardless of what there is in the lore or what rights they didn't get of the lore. I think that the show is starting off on like a good uh, start. Yeah. Good footing. Um, I, 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 with this episode three, it's more clear now. Like I feel where they're kind of going with it. Like obviously the Southlands is looking like it's r- being run by orcs. Um, and there's going to be like a clash at some point where all the main characters, you know, their paths end up crossing or something like that. Right. Um, it's the only issue I've had with the show so far. Um, it, and I didn't really notice it was, an issue and i don't know whether it's going to continue being an issue it's just like a thing that i've noticed now that it's been brought up is that it almost mimics a ya novel with all the characters how every single character is like defying what their people are saying or the norms of their people and they're basically like making their own like rules and way and that's and like every single character that's what's common about them they're all like turning point characters i guess so if they kind of play that right then it could be something interesting um but i at this point don't really have that much of a gripe with it um the main gripe that i wanted to say i had was like some of the dialogue at times is just really like 
overly poetic (laughs) and like case in point um within a matter of of like a few lines they had gone from this really like cringy poeticism to like a really good like diss um it was when galadriel was talking to the uh numenorean uh officer dude who's been like who was following her as she escaped what's his name elendil elendil right it means like elf friend or whatever um something about one who loves the stars or some shit yeah (laughs) or some shit (laughs) well i don't know much about the numenoreans other than that um they are like the like water people and i think they're referenced in the shadow of war um or or shadow of mordor the first one was it the dlc they've even been referenced in 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 like lord of the rings man the numenor are people of people of old yeah but i don't think they've ever actually like played a major role in the og like the hobbit or the og trilogy right no no i think they were i think they were long long gone yeah, because they're like that. They showed you where the island was, and it was basically in the middle of like the open ocean, kind of like right. Hawaii. Where so I, I th- guess I think this this takes place like a hundred or two hundred years before the events of the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. Oh little... no, 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 no! Like this thousands. should be like nearly a thousand years before the events. However, yeah. it's not. This is something that I'm going to get to uh, in, a, in a second here as well. Um, but the timeline is a little off with this show. Oh, is there actual like timeline inconsistencies at this point? I mean, that I'm yeah. not surprised with. Um, but at the same time, you have to take it with a grain of salt because they don't own the rights of the lore, so right. they're literally making it up as they go. And they felt like this was the best time to do it. And like Alex said, I feel like as long as this is a good fantasy show in the in that setting, I don't have too much of an issue with it. I'm not that big of a Lord of the Rings buff. I'm gonna enjoy it for what it is, but you know, I, I guess yeah. If if Sorry. they're really intending it to connect to the main trilogy, then I could see those inconsistencies being a problem. I stand corrected. It takes place in the Second Age, which apparently does span like thousands of years before the events of the Hobbit. Yeah, because I know for a fact that Gandalf, Radagast, all the other um how what was it saruman like they don't even come in till the third age is what i remember and uh yeah so second age is where we're at i believe yeah no i think uh, i think the show is is pretty well done like i we're we're getting to see things we'd never got to see in film before like the like like the Valinor, or the undying lands like that's fucking crazy now yeah. is it all one big giant meadow with daisies and sunshine probably not but at least <laughs> at least we got to fucking see it we're getting we're getting to see the 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 Numenorean city like it's yeah, fucking it cool. crazy yeah and like the and like the lore there is kind of interesting i take it that they were allies with the elves because they were the first ones to meet them back in the day and they helped them like win the island and then now that they have the island, they're basically throwing out all of their history with the elves and saying, hey, the elves didn't help us with shit. We did this all by ourselves. Well, so I I'm think kinda, there's, there's – that, yeah, there's – sorry, carry, carry on. I, I was just going to say, like, I'm kind of curious, like, what went on there where they went from that to that, you know? Like, Alex, oh, do you know anymore? I do not, but I definitely want to know what that queen lady or whatever, whoever the fuck she's supposed to be – what her motives are like what what is what has transpired 
to create this this wedge where they were once considered brothers, the elves yeah. and the Numenorean um, ancestors, because we're not favoritizing uh, any yeah. one specific gender or binary class. Um, <laughs> um, like something, something had either something went down or something did not actually go down, but was lied about. Yeah, that went down and is now has now driven this wedge and um, i think it's more conspiracy than anything else because the queen i think i get the vibes like she's in on something big that she wants like absolutely nobody yeah. to know about i'm kind of getting the vibe that this is going to be another um uh john snow situation where like yeah it's not even touched on who his parents are till like season eight i kind of feel like this is going to be overlooked for a while and we're not going to find out anything about them or what happened i could be wrong though um but i kind of got sidetracked earlier when i was saying about like the bit of the weird dialogue was um when uh what was his name again inolis elendil elendil um when he caught her and then she was she started to say like oh what if they never heard your mouth open if he was to call out to them and he was like suppose they do hear and i'm like no motherfucker she just said what if they don't hear it and then he just like deflected it and continued his sentence and i was like what was the point of that i don't know that was just that was just like a weird (laughs) deflection away from her hypothetical to his hypothetical wasn't very certain it was just a big dick swinging contest and he was like no no my dick is bigger than yours despite her actually presenting just how huge her dick is yeah well yeah because gladriel's got a huge dick huge dick (laughs) she comes off like as you can't you can't fuck big deal person and i don't know she is a big deal though (laughs) well like yeah but she becomes an even bigger deal in like the modern she's, age when we well, right. She's yeah. one of the most powerful beings in Middle Earth. Like yeah, uh, and then like and, and then she's seconds, a badass on top of that. Yeah, I just felt like that little interaction was a little bit weird, despite it being a dick swinging contest, I guess. And then like seconds after that, he actually like puts her down. It, um, I can't remember exactly what he says, um, but it was it was really funny, and I'm just like, oh damn, she got like burnt. Um, and that was like a really like well put like poetic statement like couple of statements he said um but yeah uh, like i feel a little bit of that dialogue is all over the place but i already have like not that i have these theories but the the whole characters themselves that these theories involve i'm really curious about um so two characters that come up for me is that guy with Galadriel from the th- from the Sutherlands who said that he took the, the emblem from a dead guy? Halbrand. Halbrand, yeah. And then he was like getting pissed about them n- calling him by a different name when he was fighting those like other dudes. Um, so I kind of get the vibe that he's like some big deal like criminal guy who's I don't know. He's got like some. Well, at the end of the episode, they said that he was the king. He's the king of the Southlands. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was glossing over that fact. Yeah, so um, I'm interested in his character all of a sudden. Before, I was just like, uh, he's like going to be a nobody, whatever. So I thought that that was kind of an interesting little twist. And then um, the other one is, I, like, who do you guys think is that 
is that creepy dude that's with the Harfoots that like came from the meteor. Oh, there are a lot of theories circulating. Too many of them are trying to think and say that that's Gandalf. Yeah, and I don't think so. Gandalf. Well, Gandalf is third age again, so it can't be Gandalf if they're going by the timeline. It is quite possible he could be one of the other wizards, though, that were around in the Second Age, like the Blues, one of the Blues. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Is I think the only the Blues were there. I, all the other ones didn't show up till the Second Age. So it's someone we don't know, and I don't think it's Sauron. That was my initial thought. I don't know much about how Sauron started, but I'm pretty sure he's an elf, isn't he? I'm quite certain Sauron is an elf. Yeah. Or of descended from elf. I'm wondering if that Adar person... Oh, Adar, yeah, that the orcs were talking about. If that is possibly Sauron. Because Sauron went I thought that they said that it was. The Adar? That that white guy was Adar? Or that no, Adar no, no, is no, Sauron? No, 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 no. That, that Adar is Sauron. Oh. I'm pretty certain that they did say that. Like, not explicitly, In the but show? heavily hinted to. Oh. Yeah, like, um... <clears throat> They, it was I don't remember which characters, but somebody was discovering something about like uh, the orcs are follow or they're like following something that they call Adar, and then somebody connected the pieces that maybe Sauron. Um, oh, Galadriel with the like, map. Yeah, yeah, that's it in the in, in the, the lore room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was the Southlands where that. Uh, elf dude was fighting the dog uh, when yeah. the orc said that, and then when yeah. she well, saw the we... map, that was the Southlands she was pointing to. So yeah, I guess that could be that could definitely be heavily implied. I missed that. Well, then at the end of that, like the very end of that episode, when they do their like escape attempt, and he's the only one that's alive at the end of it, and then they they call they say to like bring him before Adar. And then we see Sauron's like gauntlet walking past a crowd of orcs. Right. So I wasn't the only. I wasn't crazy then. I yeah, did also okay. see the gauntlets. Yeah. Yeah. Like it okay. had the That's like it had the heavy like steel finger pieces like the Nazgul have. Well, see the other thing too is that I feel like so at this point what since what they've explained in the first two episodes of the show. Sauron was gone, they defeated him, but Galadriel feels like there's he's still around, like, brewing in power or whatever, right? Like, am I not Well, wrong? he went into hiding. He, he went into hiding after the end of the First Age, which was killing Morgoth. Okay. Um, because... And he was, like, she's been searching for him, like, since the beginning of the show started essentially, like, hundreds of years ago. Right. When her brother died was hundreds of years before the events of her being yeah. sent off to um, that like elven afterlife and then jumping out of the boat and all of that. Um, and it, it was more like he was only, I think, now just rallying the orcs. Um, but he never died, I don't think. Oh. At least like that's the way I understand Cause I was Because I was going to say... And not that the lores have anything to do with each other, because different people own them, I'm guessing. But the Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor storyline, wasn't the whole reason that the end boss of the first game was the Tower of Sauron, because Sauron himself was, like, dead at that point? 
and they were trying to like resurrect him and that's Celebrimbor um as the wraith and mm-hmm. uh, Celebrimbor is in this show like he's a character in this show like alive so Celebrimbor is an actual character in yeah. in the lore he's the one he who made the, the rings he's, he's the one that forged the rings amongst many other things yeah so i'm curious then like how many times has like sauron died and been resurrected or has gone into hiding and come back i feel like I feel like I'm kind of lost on that, and maybe I should. So I should get from, into this lore. From what I know, Sauron was—I think he was an elf that somehow ended up uh, as a servant to Morgoth uh, during the First Age, and he developed like an unnatural cruelty, which really appealed to Morgoth. So he eventually like took him under his wing. Um and became his successor so when morgoth was killed in the first age sauron basically inherited uh the kingdoms and armies of mordor uh and went into hiding to rebuild after the death of morgoth which is what we're seeing now when he when this age ends and he loses the ring by having his uh like fingers cut off at the beginning of the lord of the rings yeah um he he doesn't uh, he like dissipates i guess but he reforms into a physical body as well and i think he just resides within the tower during the events of lord of the rings but he does have a physical form it's just not like powerful enough without the ring to to do much he's like baby voldemort yeah i guess so like he's still he's still extremely powerful but just not physically okay okay um but that was the only time that he actually like died and the the events of lord of the rings are just the the end of the third age into the fourth age which we haven't seen i don't think yeah no there's a lot of the lore that we haven't seen um alex did you have something you wanted to chime in on uh yes so sauron not an elf sauron is something called a maya oh that's what gandalf is is he not isn't he uh he's gandalf's either a maya or he's one of the gandalf is like a god well yeah but they're called like maya or something there's a there's a whole there's a whole hierarchy um, but that's what uh, that's what Sauron is. He is uh, he is a Maya, uh, whereas Gandalf is a Ishtar, an Istar, 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 I S T A R. Um, pretty sure they're like Ishtar. very different. Very well, different Wiki- Wikipedia says he's a Maiar of Valinor, and he was called Olorin, and he was said to be the wisest of the Maiar. So interesting. Okay, maybe there's a lot more mm. to the lore than that. I don't understand. There's a fuck ton more lore than all three yeah. of us will be able to understand or comprehend. God, maybe I gotta taken like a year's worth of retreat to figure it all out. I'm not gonna lie. Like from what we're putting together in this, I I feel like I really want to get into this lore. Like this actually seems kind of interesting. Not that there's again a... they own the lore, but from what I know, it is very cool. The Lord of the Rings lore is is amazing i just cannot stand reading it so i i've i've tried but i've never made it through even the first book i've only been yeah, able to read fair. the hobbit 
yeah it's it's a hard read sometimes there's a lot of poetry and a lot of song and stuff and without any like frame of reference as to what this shit's supposed to sound like it's kind of yeah that's true it's hard to read Mm -hmm. um but i always love the movies like the especially the the three lord of the rings movies i absolutely love those movies yeah and they still hold up today which is extremely uncommon for early 2000s well which is why i'm glad that we're getting this rings of power and not just a remake of them which is what initially i feel they were trying to do Oh, that would be brutal. I don't know if that's what they were trying to do, or if that's or what everybody least, perceived the show was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say it was. It probably was just the main rumor at the time. Because all we had to go on was there is a Lord of the Rings show coming. They didn't know what it was about. Yeah, and I was really hoping it wasn't just going to be the story of the Lord of the Rings told episodically. Oh, yeah, that would be awful. They, and when they when they finally came out and said Rings of Power, I was like, what in the fuck is this supposed to be? Yeah. And then cut to the first trailer and I was like, oh, okay. This could work. It's a story no one's really heard. And let's be real, aside from Tolkien fanboys and girls out there, nobody really knows what the hell is going on in Middle Earth. So... Uh, it'll be fresh for everybody. Um, yeah. I was excited, and I'm still excited, and I still think this is one of the coolest shows on TV right now. And I don't care about uh, whether or not they stick closely or they're so far away from that source material, it's not funny. I couldn't give a fuck. I don't care that there are people of color cast as elves and dwarves. I don't care about... I mean, I care a little bit about the fact that dwarven women don't have much bearding going on because that's that's something that could easily have been done. Um, but apart from that, like that's my major gripe. That's my only gripe, and it's not even a real fucking gripe because I don't really mm-hmm. care that much. Yeah, like, there's she have, like, so a much. Fuzz? Yeah, like she's got like semi sideburns that come down the cheek and almost get to the chin a little bit. So like when I yeah. saw that, I was like, okay, that's not so bad. I mean, it's nice that they still keep some feminine features despite being yeah, uh, they, hairy fucking creatures, right? Well, in the books, like, not that I've ever read this particular bit of the lore, but I've always heard that the female dwarves are supposed to look basically exactly like the male dwarves, and you're not supposed to be able to tell them apart easily. Well, no, that was something that Gimli had said in Lord of the Rings, and he didn't say oh. all, he said some. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, some. Um, with, with, with that being said, like I think this show has done, the people over at Amazon have done incredible things, and if you can pull your head out of your ass, Tolkien knots or whatever the fuck you guys call yourselves out there, huh. Tolkienologists, and just appreciate the show for what it is, I think you could have a good time with it. Yeah. Too many too many complaints and too many trolls out there going off about there were no black elves and there were no black dwarves and there were no they're like shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. They are literally yeah. fantasy creatures. They don't actually exist. <laughs> well, like okay, one thing that I will say towards that is in my eyes you hire for the role based on the actor. And just because an actor is of a different color than the character they play, I feel like it's a little bit unfair to say that like they're completely out of the picture when you're trying to like tell the story. Isn't the whole point to suspend your 
your disbelief and to see it for what it is. So if there's a black elf, like why do you got to fixate on them being black? Because obviously the story follows them just being an elf, you know? There's too many white folk out there, yeah. fucking haters. Yeah. Yeah. And so also, like, we... like, how many people of color did we get in the actual original Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. man. I don't even think I could count on a single hand well you could you would need at least several thousand hands and then, because they were the entire enemy army apart from the orcs were mostly people of color yeah and then what about i suppose the... you're right yeah <laughs> but not a single important character no not not a single one yeah because like single one the way i see that is it's almost as ridiculous as the argument that it doesn't really exist or maybe it did but like Viggo Mortensen is not like a, a North American or an English person. He is Swedish, and he was putting on an accent. And um, who's who else was doing that? Uh, there was also um, who's playing Billy the Butcher? Carl Urban, like he's he's like New Zealand. Well, I guess they were all New Zealanders. Never mind. But anyways, yeah, there's like examples of that where like big characters are like just because they're the same skin color, people overlook it when they're really from a different place in the world. So to me, it seems the argument is silly because they're just actors playing a role. So Right. Right. Yeah. I um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this, this show is fucking awesome. And to be honest, Aaron Deer, the uh, the I hate saying it, Black Elf. Um is probably the most elvish of all of the fucking elves we've seen so far. He's stoic. He stands tall. He's a fucking badass. Also, him and Galadriel would probably make really good-looking babies. That's all I'm saying. That's all oh, I'm saying. Is that a lore thing that happens, or are you just saying? You just shipping? I'm just, I'm just saying. What, what, I mean, what do we just say about... A... What do we just say about the CW shows coming into into our talks, man? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't uh, CW this shit. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying. You're shipping characters already. It's like he's, episode three. She's a good-looking woman. He's a damn good-looking man. All I'm saying is there'd be uh, some pretty cool fucking elf babies popping out there. Is all I'm saying. It's too bad he's in love with some human lady. Yeah. Fucking filthy humans. God damn, well, what's wrong with the elf people? I'm curious. If Stick with your gonna... own cotton. No, I'm kidding. I'm Whoa. kidding. Oh, stay in your lane. Um, I'm curious. <laughs> so two two things I'm curious about, like the, the what's going to happen or just lore situation in the show is one is I'm wondering if this is going to be like a Game of Thrones situation where some of these characters don't make it and like if this show is going to continue on for seasons and seasons, I kind of feel like it'll have to whittle itself down after a certain point because following like eight, like what's the main cast right now? Like eight different characters that we're following. Yeah, um, Cause you've got Galadriel and Halbrand, then you have Aaron Deer. I was going to say the rest of his elf troop, but they all got, yeah, they're dead. Yeah. Uh, so Aaron Deer and his, and his, and his human lady. And then you have the Harfoot, Let's say okay. Let's be real though. It's really only kid with the sword, Nori. It's really only Nori, her parents, her best friend, and the old guy who is probably a blue wizard. Yeah, is who we're really following in that. And yeah. then you have, and then you have on the other side of Numenor, you've got Elendil, and then his son Isildur, who is a major player. Um, yeah, that name rings a bell. 
He was the one that had the ring at the beginning of Lord of the Rings and could throw it in. And uh, didn't. To Mount oh. Doom and didn't. Yeah. He's the one, he's the one who, that kept the ring. He's the one that wielded the sword that got shattered into a bunch of pieces. He's the one that cut off Sauron's fingers. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Right. He is the one yeah, who. That's in, why the timeline is song. messed up. Because he shouldn't be born for another like 200 or 300 years. Oh, then it could just be like a name similarity, and the guy 200 years later was named after him. I don't think so, because they're already also like the dwarf, uh, the kids of the dwarf prince that um, Elrond went to go and see. Yeah. Uh, one of them is the father of one of the dwarves in The Hobbit. Oh. Which implies that we're only about, like, Alex was right. Like, we might be maybe 200 Fuck. at most. I would say that, less, about so 100 to 150 after... years off of the, the events of The Hobbit. Yeah. Well, right, because the line of Durin is like, there's Durin, and then I don't remember where all their names went but like you you see them all except for durin himself in the hobbit in the beginning there's the grandfather who's like who who first becomes obsessed with the arkenstone and then there's thorin's father and then there's thorin so the grandfather i believe is durin's son Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken Hmm. yeah so we're really not that far off from Okay, so that's uh, interesting. Yeah, they could really just be rewriting the timeline here and basically uh, better call Sauling this Breaking Bad. Fuck it, right? You're going to have a crossover and season five, you're going to have... And Bob Odenkirk's going to show up and he's going to be like, who needs a lawyer? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Samwise Gamgee and Frodo Baggins is going to come into the picture here. Okay, the other other interesting thing that I wanted to ask about is like how many... Because in Lord of the Rings we didn't see the Harfoots. It was the Hobbit where we saw a Harfoot, right? Wasn't that like wizard guy with like the squirrel sled, a Harfoot or is he another type of like, no, he's the same thing as Gandalf. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then and that's Radagast. So then Harfoots a different variety of wizard. Harfoots. Yeah. Harfoots, uh, uh, precede Hobbits. So they are Hobbits. They're just proto Hobbits. I'm, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent certain where that falls into the lore, but they are. If they are not proto hobbits, they are a race like hobbits that are. They're like wild hobbits. Let's put it huh. that way. Because yeah, I wonder if they're kind of like hobbits the... are more civilized, right? They've got town, they've got homes, they've got markets. Well, got... what what I was kind of figuring Harfoots were like were like gypsies, you know, like they moved from northern India and they just travel the lands because they they haven't found a place to settle down. So maybe when they that find it, when they find the Shire, that's when they they settle down. That is also possible because yeah. they keep talking about this place, this grove, right? Oh, and maybe that becomes a Shire. Who knows? Um, that'll be interesting because I was gonna say like, where do Harfoots come from? Like, how many more species or races of in of, of like intelligent? Are there? Uh, no, just like of intelligent beings are there in this in middle earth that we haven't seen in either the hobbit or um lord of the rings that oh, we man, just haven't be been introduced to right. yeah like th- like it seems like there's quite a bit and if harfoots are completely different than hobbits and hobbits also exist at the same time as this i'm like blown away like man yeah. like how many yeah like species are there so I'm, I'm curious if you guys have figured out 
or I mean, what I've theorized, because they make mention in the episodes that the reason these orcs are in the Southlands is because they're looking for something. Have you guys figured out what they're looking for yet? Um, Dick? I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, also I would possible. imagine that thing, that, like, sword thing. Ah, you're very perceptive. I think they also are looking for that sword, and I want to know what its importance is. Yeah, and, like, what's sure, going to happen to that kid is, is <laughs> even more so. Like, <laughs> we glossed over that entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's going to be a much more important part like, what is this sword? Is it that? Is it just a weapon of, of Sauron? Is it a fucking Horcrux? And I hate to blend the two together, but yeah. fuck it. See, that's the vibe I was getting, that it was some kind of thing that's tied to the power of Sauron. Um, or it's something that, you know, kind of like in Sandman, where, I don't know if you saw that show. Um, I am not yet. Okay, where, like, he, he has his, like, items, and when he gets them, he becomes a lot more powerful. And um, so they're not necessarily already tied to him. They're just things that he wants that, like, yeah. So my kind of theory is, I don't know, it's going to end up being something like it was It was forged from a single meteorite or forged from the remains of one of those wizards or the Maiar or whatever like that. I don't know. It's going to be something like that, I bet. What is its purpose? Just, just to give him power? To shank people, yeah. Something like that. I suppose. I mean, I was. It was strange that it reacted to that kid's blood and then oh. started to like regrow itself. Mm-hmm. And like, I get that uh, so far we've discovered that the sigil isn't just a sigil, it's a map marker, but like, why is it on everything? Like, it can't just yeah. be. It can't just be a map marker and some just that's been mistaken as a sigil. Like it's on the blade, it's on fucking pieces of equipment. It's everywhere. And mm-hmm. like, what is what is its significance? I agree. It does feel like that has to be something more. Like it, at least these first three episodes built it up too much to just be. What is that? That's Mordor, or what becomes Mordor? I mean, it could be. I don't know. Well, but, they, like, it is... seems like it's more than just that on a map, you know? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like you said, it, being on that sword, uh, like, weapon thing that that's rebuilding itself, right. why would it be on that? That doesn't that doesn't track if it's just a, a map location. Right, so there's got to be more to it. Yeah. All that I know is the show has me thinking about it in my off time. Um. And I think that it's done its job. I think it's done a fantastic job telling a story. Uh, Despite its rigid acting moments, like I think some of the acting, I wouldn't go as far as to say cringe, um, but some of it gets pretty stiff. And I'm like, yeah, you could have did this a different way. Mm -hmm. But that's just me. Uh, Overall, though, like this show is, like I said, I keep keep sucking this show's dick and I won't stop. (laughs) Um it's pretty fucking good. And until it proves otherwise, oh. it's probably one of my favorite shows on, on TV at the moment. So I'm looking at a map. Okay. I'm, compa- I'm comparing the map that they showed in episode three to what we got in Lord of the Rings. And the Southlands is Mordor plus Rohan and Gondor. So um, that's like that whole southern area. 
uh, of the map. So yeah, Mordor is like half of that. So that's that's essentially what's happening. But what um, what's her face? Galadriel pointed to on the map um, that was highlighted in the center. I want to say that that's Rohan that she was highlighting. So yeah, and I think I remember reading Rohan doesn't exist yet. So maybe he becomes Rohan. He he ends up um, Hal Bard. I think he ends up maybe becoming or starting Rohan or whatever. I I just assumed that he was like the beginning of the like true line of kings that Aragorn is from. Yeah, that's the vibe I got too. And well, Aragorn is from Rohan, is he not? Or he was like a writer of Rohan. He, uh, I'm. What was uh, he? I think in his travels he was, but I He's think he's a descendant um, of the Numenor and the Dúnedain. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Even yeah, okay. Um, I I kind of agree with Alex though. Like there are a couple of things that I that just th- there's something about the show that I that doesn't quite feel like Lord of the Rings to me, and I don't even know how to properly describe it. But well, it I really don't take issue with this show at all. I I've been really enjoying it. I think it's a lot of fun, yeah. um, and it's just like it's an entertaining high fantasy, just yeah. something that I feel like I've really missed especially totally. something like you can rewatch the lord of the rings movies and they're still fantastic but to have a new story unfold in uh something that kind of has a similar type of feel to it uh in some ways even if i feel like it doesn't always have that same atmosphere it's just it's nice to have something new and as a star wars fan i i feel like it's the same type of thing as when like the the new sequel trilogy was announced and they were finally bringing back Star Wars. This is like the equivalent, but so far I think it's doing a better job. Yeah, I see. Ollie, your thoughts so far? Um yeah, I kind of um am going to echo what Ryan said. I like the way Ryan puts it in my head that makes me think so you've had all the books, and you're a fan of the books, and you want to see your books in live action. Well, you kind of already got that in Lord of the Rings, and now they're doing something new with the lore. So if anything, you got the books and this as a new thing, so people should just enjoy it for what it is. Like, yeah, is there a lot of lore they could have really gotten into and you could have seen? Yeah, that would have been really cool. But I feel like a lot of it, when people are fanboys of books that become into live action... They're, they're really trying to be like that fucking meme with Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen and being like, look, I know that from the books. That's where that connects to. This is where it's going to go. But that would just be boring in reality if they really connected it like that because I feel it's a really well-written lore and a lot of it um, will make sense to them. So, yeah, I, I kind of like this project and I hope it doesn't go the way of the new trilogy of Star Wars for sure. I think it's got a long way to go before it hits there. Yeah, yeah, they're off to a really good start. Like, there's a lot of like key details that we've discussed here that I'm I'm definitely gonna be intrigued by going forward. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I think uh, release days are Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, if we have the time to do it, we can also watch party through uh prime oh i'd be down 
What? I can't. It's not my account. Oh, your oh. Prime account? Yeah, it's uh, it's Brooklyn's sister's account. Gotcha. And uh, uh, yeah, we only have like the one profile. Oh. You can make multiple profiles though. No, like like there is multiple profiles. We just have the one like that we can oh. use. Would it oh, not? Does I it see. not work as as similarly as as Disney Plus? I, I've never tried it. No, so it's, really it's like it it goes by device. You can only have it on like certain oh, devices. Yeah, that's right. Oh. And it like maxes out, and then you've got to pay for more of them. Yeah, I think Crave was the same way, right? Where you could have like two yeah. TVs and two phones for this price. I think Netflix technically has that, but they don't. They just say devices, it, screens, or something. Yeah, Netflix is based on like active users at the same time. Yeah. Um, these other ones are based on sign in, like sign in devices at the same time. Yeah. So I I can't move my account from anything other than the Xbox that we have as our like essentially a Roku box. Yeah, I see. I see. I see the problem. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of limited with uh with that show, unfortunately. Oh well, whatever. Okay. Well, yeah. just it was an idea. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I've got nothing more to say. I think everybody who's been listening so far knows that uh, I I dig this this show and I think it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I look forward to seeing a lot more. It's great that we get to see the Numenorean city. Like, that was fucking crazy. I didn't even know what it was when they pulled up until they said it. And I just about like, yeah, I was like, um, holy fuck, like this place is cool. Fun fact, actually, we actually have a Lord of the Rings inspired metal band here in Calgary, uh, cool. which they're named <laughs> the Numenoreans. That's the band name. And I listened to a little bit of it. It's actually decent. But. Is it like, is it like that type of music? Like, like, uh, is it like bard music? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's not like bard music. It's, it's more like high energy, like heavy metal, but I don't think they have like death, uh, throat stuff or whatever like that. It's been a while since I listened oh. to them, but I remember finding them. Um, and then the other question I had is, do we know, is this a 10 episode season or like an eight episode kind of thing? I have no idea. I'm not sure how long this is supposed to go for. I think it's already been renewed for a season two, but I don't know how long this season one is supposed to last. Okay, yeah. I'm going to Google it right now, but do we want to move on back to the D23 announcements or something? Hell yeah. Let's talk a yeah. little bit about D23. Uh, time is starting to get a little limited on my end, but I think we've got more than enough time to uh to talk about what's good um i will open by saying i actually didn't get, didn't really get a chance to to see a whole lot apart from what's been all over um social media lately i haven't seen any of the uh um the trailers or anything and i tried to watch a quick recap this morning uh but i was also like washing dishes and shit at the same time so like i my eyes weren't really focused on what was going on mm -hmm. um Who's all been knee deep in it? Um, yeah, it depends where uh, we want to start, Ryan. Well, I'll let you boys start. I gotta walk away for like ten seconds to use bathroom. Yeah, that's okay. fair. Ryan, where did you want to start with uh, Marvel or? Um, hmm. I mean, I feel like with Marvel, there's a lot to unpack. 
Yeah. Um, I think, I think we start with Star Wars because there was really like we got three trailers and like a little bit of news on some other things, but the news is like not important. Just kind of that projects are still happening, stuff like Skeleton Crew. Um, we got I think a a picture uh, or some concept art from some uh, stuff involving the Ahsoka show with just characters from uh, Star Wars Rebels. But the the big announcement, uh, without a doubt, in my opinion, is Mando Season 3 getting a trailer for that. And if... Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Ollie. I yeah, watched I it yesterday. It looks fantastic, dude. dude. Like, I cannot wait. The first two seasons of Mandalorian look like were phenomenal, don't get me wrong. But it looks mm -hmm. completely different than what Season 3 looks like it's about to be. And this looks, like, way more action-packed. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, a, a, a series that did this. Maybe, like, the Dead Space series, where the first two Dead Spaces were a lot more, like, horror-driven. You know, they were slower-paced. Mm -hmm. And then Dead Space 3 was just, like, fuck it, balls off the wall. Let's get everyone in AK, and you're shooting some fucking necromorphs. And just with the trailer we got in The Mandalorian, it feels the same way. Um though you know minus the people didn't like dead space 3 thing but this actually looks <laughs> yeah. like uh, like just another step an improvement above what we got with seasons one and two so i'm really looking forward to it i totally agree like it looks like the story is going to be incredible with bo katan and mando essentially like causing another civil war on Mandalore between yeah. him having the blade and her believing that she's the true ruler. Yeah. Um, and, like, obviously we get uh, a ton more between just Mando and Grogu um, probably doing a bunch of shit together for... I would say we're going to get two episodes, like season two, where we got, like, the Crate Dragon episode, and then we got, like another that episode where they go to that water world uh and they can't use the hyperdrive for the eggs that grogu is eating i feel like we'll get two more episodes like that where it's just like uh, a close-knit type of adventure and then they're gonna get to mandalore and shit is gonna hit the fucking fan yeah and yeah. i i cannot wait man i am so unbelievably excited for this show like the trailer alone makes it look better than anything that we've got from star wars since mando season two yeah did they improve the budget like how big how much bigger is the budget because i feel like they threw like a movie <laughs> level budget at this show for season three because of how great it's been doing yeah well did you know that they were actually the people on like uh, the ex like background people, all that were the ones that actually started using the um, they they stopped using like green screen and blue screen, and they started using actual like backdrop screens the same way that they used uh, in the Batman the oh, so, Pattinson Batman yeah, movie. Yeah, so like what they're doing with Andor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mando was the Mando season one was the first thing to do that. No and wonder. I would imagine they probably just increased the quality of that for season three. But I agree, like, it looks like the budget has gone up somehow, even though it, like, that Luke fight scene in the hallway at the end of season two, 
legitimately looks better than almost anything in the newest trilogy of Star Wars movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. I, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, like they, I, it looks like their budget has somehow gone up, which is just uh, uh, absolutely ridiculous to what me. I'm but I cannot now, wait, man. Yeah, what I'm thinking now is their budget went so through the roof that that's why they had to do two episodes of Mando in Book of Boba because they were like, "Fuck, we got to use up the rest of this because they're gonna see it as a surplus and they're gonna take it away from us next season. So let's fucking throw <laughs> this extra shit into Book of Boba." Because that's how balls off the wall it is. Um, Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. Alex, if you only caught the last bit of this, we have been just been hyping up Mando season three. I yeah. mean, does it need the hype? Have no, but should we hype it? Any? I have not. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Dude, like, the trailer is so good. Watch yeah. it when we're done, and it's it's fucking crazy, you will shit dude. Your pants. Will um, I shit my pants though? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I think you will. Hold it in, <laughs> right. and, and right, you will. I'll hold yeah. <laughs> Um, aside from that though like there were some other star wars trailers um tales of the jedi looks pretty cool just kidding um go on um do you guys it's like i think it's a six-part animated series where three episodes are about ahsoka and anakin the episodes are about dooku and qui-gon is it um is it the same kind of animation style as uh, the bad batch yeah i think so Hmm. it kind of looks like it at least, or maybe not quite like the Bad Batch, more like Clone Wars Season 7. Okay, because I was going to say, were, like, I, think slightly I, saw, different. I think I saw a screenshot of like Ahsoka holding like a baby of her species or whatever. Like, is that was that that show? Yeah, yeah, that was from the trailer. Okay. Um, but uh, that show looks pretty interesting. I mean, it's just like... I would imagine we're just going to see Dooku's turn to the Sith from a Jedi, and then Ahsoka probably dealing with the ramifications of Anakin being Vader. Um, and then we got one other trailer. What was the other one that we got for Star Wars? I think we got another trailer, didn't we? Was it for um, the Ahsoka show? Was it yeah, another no. Andor trailer? Yeah, it was another Andor trailer. It was. Yeah. Uh, we did. We only got concept art. Uh, like I was saying when you uh, when you left, Alex, we got like a little bit of concept art for Sabine Wren uh, for the Ahsoka show, but that's really like all we got for that. They also cast uh, an Ezra. Yeah, recast. I I think. I don't know. I this guy. Uh, this guy actually looks like him, so I'll take it. He does. He he really does look like him. But Who I think they Ezra? had somebody already, and then some, it like fell through. Who who is this Ezra character that everyone's? Um... He's a he's Ezra a Jedi from, from Rebels. Rebels. Oh okay, is he like yeah. a Jedi or what? Well, he he was like he was trained to be a Jedi, but he wasn't originally. Like he was found as like a twelve year old or something, and trained to be a Jedi with the people that found him. Iman as oh, found. I see. Okay. I don't even know who yeah. that guy is. He's a really cool character, but it all ties into like what Ahsoka was doing in Mando season two, uh, having him around. So it's cool to see that. Um, I I did want to talk though about the Indiana Jones five announcement. What? Yeah, do you guys what? see that? Oh. Um, I remember this seeing is, uh, rumors that it was going to be announced, but I missed that. 
yeah so that it was uh it was announced at the end of the star wars show right before they went into marvel um and they even had like harrison ford come out on stage and everything and apparently this is going to be the last movie uh they i think (laughs) they showed a trailer but it was uh only like audience uh release so they like obviously they can't record it um but apparently it's going to jump between flashbacks of uh like a young indiana jones and current indiana jones um and harrison ford said that he thought that this was like one of the best ones that he thinks fans are gonna love it i mean they should have stopped at crystal skull yeah and like with the <laughs> yeah like he was already old as fuck in crystal skull like i was looking at him and i was like how yeah. is this guy alive <laughs> like, honestly like how the fuck he was, is he doing he was this feeding too? off of shia labeouf yeah <laughs> well and then he he must have really fed off of him because then shia labeouf got blacklisted from hollywood for all the shit he was doing so oh, um, yeah. yeah so and and so i'm guessing this is not shia labeouf coming back at all they're gonna have like a young actor play young harrison ford or are they gonna like deep fake they're gonna hollow i was gonna say they're gonna hollow it's uh it's a, supposed to be a deep fake as of uh, right now i mean in true it, disney fashion look, depends how good it looks so it's just gonna be harrison ford again i guess that's cool but like after this they're gonna have to just reboot harrison the ford anyways. again harrison ford is indiana old. jones so Future... it doesn't matter they're gonna doesn't cut matter. To, they're gonna cut doesn't to, matter. They're gonna doesn't cut matter. To future Indiana doesn't matter. Jones, and he's doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't be... matter. Ollie, goddamn, it doesn't Dude. matter. He <laughs> is Indiana Jones. Once, I get that. I get once that. Once he's dead, once Harrison Ford is gone, there will no longer not... be Indiana Jones. Okay, that's a hard like lie. <laughs> like they're definitely gonna keep going <laughs> with Indiana yeah, Jones. There's no like, way they don't no. reboot it. Case no, in point, it, it Nicolas, Cage, Nicolas Cage isn't even dead, and they're doing a fucking series off National Treasure instead of giving us Atlantis like they hinted. But um, <laughs> anyways, like Indiana Jones 5 already, <laughs> if they're going to cut point. between young Indy and old Indy, old Indy is just going to be like a feeble, like a febrile old man in a wheelchair that can only move a joystick to move around. Like, come on. Like, well, I don't know. Like, I'm almost thinking that it might be like they old indy will be more the teacher part that he never really was when he was younger and the flashbacks will be like maybe he'll be talking about the history of an artifact and it'll flash back to how it got to the museum and it's like whatever he did to yeah that's that's kind of what i'm picturing in my head he's gonna be teaching his in class and then he's gonna like draw with the chalk and then he's gonna have a flashback to the other time he drew with the chalk on an indiana jones mission and like and people (laughs) are gonna be like sir sir you were just trying to describe to me what page to flip to yeah i honestly like i can see that (laughs) i can totally see that god damn they're just like milking it like the dude's old (laughs) are they gonna are they gonna pass the torch then on to somebody new well i they were just saying that this is the end as as far as what they were saying on stage this is the final movie there is not there they don't have plans did i not just say that like 25 seconds ago and ollie told me that was a flat out lie (laughs) But, okay, but you know, I do Daniel think that there's Craig's never going to be permanence to that. Yeah, it's going to they're going to do the 007 treatment to it, just like like Daniel Craig's Bond um, like was you guys, supposed to be done like two movies ago. 
yeah, but yeah, they, they keep, keep throwing money they keep at throwing him. him a bone. <laughs> but they 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 literally, I mean, like he didn't necessarily die on screen, but like they killed him off in this last Bond movie. But they're just gonna bring a new actor and do another Bond thing, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, They've been talking is, about it for years, recasting him. Yeah, like that's but... whole that's how the whole Idris Elba thing even came up in the first place was because he was yeah. in talks to be the next James Bond, and, and I totally agree be. with Ollie. I think it's the same thing. Like, yeah, eventually, like, maybe five, ten years from now, they're gonna reboot Indiana Jones. You can't not have a have a popular like white figure and not just reboot them again over and over again. Yeah. And even like I bet I could totally see them doing like a gender bent thing too. Oh man. For Bonder Indiana Jones. Well <laughs> I mean both, but both, more so yeah. Indiana Jones. Technically it's they Disney. already did the gender bent 007 because there is a 007 in the latest movie that that is a woman. But Oh well, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he got now, Wasn't that uh, wasn't he that got... from not the latest movie? That was from Spectre, I thought. Yeah, they were like hinting that they were gonna strip him of his rank or something. But in in the latest movie, they did strip him of his rank, or he he went like a wall kind of thing. So they gave it to somebody else, or he retired. I can't remember one of the three, and uh, and yeah, it was a it was a chick. Oh okay. So, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I don't think that there'll be any permanence to the statements of this being the end. I just think it'll be the end with Harrison Ford. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Can we can we get a movie with Indiana Jones, Lara Croft, yeah. and Nathan Drake all together? <laughs> oh man. Well, how did that uh how did that movie turn out? The um... terrible. Which Uncharted? And yeah. Tomb Raider, the latest one. <laughs> well, yeah, there was a new Tomb they Raider. They were both bad. It? We spoke about the Tomb Raider one, I believe. I um, feel like I Alicia Vikander was a good choice it was to the portray. Plot. Yeah, it was. it was the plot that was garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And you know what? Uncharted. It was a fun movie. I thought, like, people were saying that it was still a good movie despite it not being a good Uncharted movie. I felt like that movie was terrible, regardless. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know. Regardless, I I I watched <laughs> I it now that it. it's on Prime the other day, and I was like sleeping through it. I I don't know. Ollie, it, it, I feel like you sleep through most things you watch these days. Yeah. Well, when, or you, or you seem to watch them shit. in a state of, or you seem to watch them in a state of delirium. So I don't fully trust your opinion sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only way to get through some of the garbage sometimes. But oh I mean, man, even... it wasn't a garbage movie. Was it great? No. But was it fun? Yes. Well, okay. And that's all that matters. It was a good adventure. Okay, how about that? This whole, isn't like, about Uncharted. This is about D23. We're veering so far off track. <laughs> but, like, just Antonio Banderas dying in that movie, that was, like, the worst fucking knife slitting I've ever seen in a movie in my life. Like, bad. Movie. That, I, that, bad, bad movie. That I, I, no, I agree. I will agree <laughs> with you on that one. That one was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but where did where did we start? Indiana Jones. Star gotcha. Wars. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, I got nothing more to say about Indiana Jones, but, uh, it, like I, I, I actually am excited to see it, even though the last one was not good. Well, I hope they have but... Short Round coming back now that he's like an like an older actor and he's actually back in Hollywood now. He is, as far as I know, he's not coming back. However, he <laughs> was at the D twenty three panel for something Marvel. Yeah, which is nuts. So, 
Well, let's carry on then. <laughs> yeah, do we want to move yeah. on to Marvel then? Absolutely. All right. Let, yeah, let's jump in right there then, where uh, Loki Season 2 uh, mm-hmm. announced that they brought on Ki Hiku Huan. Like, I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. The the guy from uh... Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, yeah. the guy who plays Short Round, yeah, and mm-hmm. he was in Everything Everywhere All at Once recently, which was a phenomenal movie, which also had to do with multiverse. So I feel like I hope it's not a a, a situation like not that he's a big choreographer guy, but every time I hear there's someone from Asian cinema appearing in like a Disney or Marvel project they always end up playing like some really minor character um, except I guess for um, what was that Star Wars film with Donnie Yun. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah like they one. had like two or three Rogue like, one. Yeah. Rogue one. That's it. Um, they had like two or three um, martial artists from like Malaysia in like the Star Wars trilogy and they just were minor Killed characters. Them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I doubt that they're going to do the same thing with this, but it just bugs me that they kind of like go on the hype of these people and then bring them in to um, like a Disney or Marvel movie and then just like, oh yeah, that's cool that they're there. But so was he supposed to be a part of Lisa Loki season two? Yeah. Loki season two. He's supposed to play a character. I mean, there was that rumor that uh, Henry Cavill was to be playing Hyperion in Loki season two, but now I'm seeing threads that, he might be playing a different character somewhere else. Yeah, those are all rumors. Don't listen to any of those. Yeah. They flat out said that uh, they're not going to be announcing things, and everybody has been posting these pictures of him being cast as, for some fucking reason, Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four movie. That's what I saw. Yeah, like it. I don't understand why. Like that's an awful casting for him, in my opinion. Yeah, I but it, it, like none of that is real. It's all fan stuff because gotcha. they didn't give us any actual casting. So people are just upset and made like dumb pictures. Right. As far as I know, we know the only thing that's been announced for Fantastic Four is the director and nothing. more. Yeah. Yep. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I wonder if it, if that's one of those things where it's like somebody like Boss Logic on Instagram just made fan art because he did do some Fantastic Four fan art recently and a lot of people were like hyping that up. So he had Joel Goldberg as Richard Reeds recently and Killian Murphy as um, Doctor Doom in some of his artwork. So I feel like people just jump on that kind of thing and then they just like blow it up and fan cast them. Killian Murphy would be an interesting... Yeah casting but uh, still not my casting for, yeah, for yeah Doctor Doom. exactly um, actually to be honest i don't even know who i would pick to play victor von doom clearly key hugh juan the key short Q-Huan. round <laughs> yeah short definitely Doctor I, mean, Doom. <laughs> I mean he has the sure. acting chops like watch sure. watch the movie anything everything everywhere all at once like the dude plays like three characters in the in the snap of seconds and he's so good at it so i feel like he could pull something off to that degree but i Why not? i the other thing is like did they announce what character he's playing in loki no right they just said no. he's in it so yeah to be honest there's a part of me that thinks because we do know that Kang is the villain of Loki now based on what they've told us at the panel. 
Um, yeah. Kang is going to start appearing in a lot more things Marvel as a villain leading up to uh, his like full on appearance yeah. in Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Yeah, right. But well, Ant Man and the Wasp, he's got a, a pretty big part. He's definitely going to be in that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's going to appear pre Phase Five though. I feel like we might get him as uh, the end credit scene. We might see him for the first time, but I think that's it. Like, I don't think we'll see him in Black Panther at all. And I really like, there is no chance in my mind that he shows up to any capacity in She-Hulk. Yeah. That'd be really funny if that's how we got introduced. Next episode. <laughs> yeah. Next God, episode. She's going so to have a legal argument against Kang. Make an absolute fucking mockery of the character before <laughs> she's gonna enlist properly. Kang to help her take back She Hulk from Titania. <laughs> I would actually fucking cry, I think. Wait, what? That would actually give me an aneurysm, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Full on fucking brain trauma, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man, I would just be so irate in the next episode that we were recording about like She-Hulk episode five. Well, yeah. rumor <laughs> has it that uh, Daredevil should be in the next episode. Oh, oh yeah, in the next episode. Okay, yeah, we're about so halfway. Cool. It's about time Who it p- picked up some momentum. Um, I mean, we know he's yeah. in the fucking show. Can we hurry yeah, up know. and get there and not yeah, leave this to, to like the last minute? Seriously. Um, I wonder if they're gonna like meta the whole like thing where he interferes with the suspects like outside of the courtroom kind of thing with because that's what happened in like Daredevil season two when well, he beat up that hey, guy. Hey, while we're on the topic, sorry to interrupt, but I gotta throw this in before I completely fucking forget about it again. Because this was like one of the most forgettable announcements, but still pretty cool. Uh, it was another thing that they only showed to audiences, but they showed a trailer for Echo. Um, and no. apparently you see Vincent D'Onofrio with bandages over his eyes like yes. in that one yeah. comic after, uh, well, like, obviously after he, you call he got it or shot Alex called that? Yeah. And not to mention, he was, like, on stage with Charlie Cox on Daredevil Born Again. So Yeah. Definitely and they back. were saying that apparently that show is going to be a... It's not, like, another season. It's, like, a re... It's like a not not a remaster, but like an entirely new thing. Yeah, because I feel like then? I feel like kind the, of. It's, I feel like but it's not be a like soft. it's not going to retcon events. No, it's going to be a soft reboot because they've already established in Daredevil um, that the um, the abomination fighting the Hulk in um, uh, what was that neighborhood uh, in New York, Harlem, like is canon there. And not to mention that, like, with the with the title Born Again, um, I think that they're going to have it where, like, he blipped or something and Wilson Fisk didn't. Like, I've been seeing people mention that before, and mm. it would kind of make sense why it's, like, a soft reboot because he hasn't been able to do his thing for five years and he's coming back to a world where, like, nobody knows who he is. Something I could totally like, I like that. that. Yeah. I actually yeah. like that. Yeah, Speaking so, of the Hulk as well, though, you guys uh, have heard about that announcement, right? Like the another returning character from that sh- the that movie. I assume that's why you were watching it today, Ollie. Uh, yes, that is exactly why I was watching it. I didn't end up finishing the movie, but I got like three quarters of the way. Um, and yeah, yeah Tim plays the uh, leader. Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he plays Samuel Stern. Uh, 
a cell biologist at the University of like Grayland or whatever, which is in California in the movie. Yeah, and, he had the serum hit, hit his open wound on his head. Yeah, and yeah. like the the end of Incredible Hulk. Not that I got that far, but I when I googled it, it said that he like smiled like and as his head got bigger or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty much. So, but yeah, he's the villain for uh, Captain America Four. New World Order, yeah. So that yep. kind of like earlier when I was saying about my theories, like now that they've announced him coming back as a villain, I had to Google him, and the leader is well known for basically being like the the nemesis of Hulk, because instead of brawn, he got brains from the gamma radiation, and uh, he ends up doing this thing where. Um, he is convinced that like the world governments are going to just collapse the world anyways, and so he started like gathering people who survived gamma radiation exposure to sort of like restart the world and be like the arc kind of thing. Um, so I kind of get the vibe that like I wonder if that's where this is gonna go, and Hulk is gonna make an appearance in in New World Order. Like he can't not because it's a Hulk villain. Um, and this might be the way they introduce the World War, World War Hulk or, like, Planet Hulk storyline that we've been theorizing in this way. Dude. And I don't know, like, I didn't see that What if, before. Ollie, what if you're fucking right, and it, this dude, like, he's not really the main villain of this movie. All he does is, like, say he's, like, a Zemo-type character. Yeah. And Hulk is, like, Bucky. And this is what, and like, Hulk just basically turns on everybody, and yeah. that's how they have to well, send him back into space he, properly. Exactly, because in the comics, he makes a pact with Grey Hulk to get rid of Bruce Banner and to take over the body. But in reality, mm. he just wanted, because, uh, like, the whole storyline of him as a villain was that he was trying to um, get a new body because eventually he dies and becomes resurrected without his powers or his intellect and he wants all that stuff back so he's trying to like trick hulk into giving him gamma and then try to find a body to go into and in this storyline it also involves a dead thaddeus ross which um is the general from the incredible hulk and from civil war so I feel like they've kind of set the stage for something like that to go could, could to go down, and I'd be very interested in in seeing that with a twist of you know Planet Hulk or World War Hulk happening, um, and yeah, like I'm I'm fucking That'll interested to see cool, where this ha- where this goes and yeah. Well, I'm wondering if this is also going to spawn the possibility of intelligentsia. What is that? It is a collection of villains led by the leader that include people like Modoc and hold on. Ooh. Cause we do know Modoc is uh in Ant Man. In Ant Man. He's he's the villain, right? The main villain. He is a uh, no Tang is the main villain in that movie, but uh Modoc is also there. Oh. And people like Kid Kaiju, Animax, Mole Man. Wait, so is Modoc gonna basically be like Ronin the Destroyer? What it's actually like Thanos that like commands him to do all that stuff. Modoc is his own. Is Ronin his the own Accuser, thing. not the Destroyer. Yeah. 
Modok is his own thing. Was built by AIM. Um, but like he is his own intelligence and is not governed by anybody as far as I know. Yeah, okay. Depends on what they decide to do with him, to be honest, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? There's a lot of like fart in a can jokes, I imagine. <laughs> if they go oh, the Thor Love and Thunder but... route with it. I mean, Ant Man <laughs> was originally nice. the comedic nice. one, right? Like, yeah, I think so. I think that was well. Guardians, Guardians came first. and Ant Man, yeah, yeah. But they were like at the time of uh, like Phase One to Three, they were really the only ones. Like, there was definitely yeah. some comedy elements in the Iron Man movies, but it was more like Tony's quick wit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, and then like. The leader being introduced in this also kind of made me think of because they just announced the fucking lineup of uh, um, the Thunderbolts. Yeah, that was another really so, cool one. I forgot about that. Without abomination. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say like that is a key noticeable character that's missing, and the way I see it from the cast is none of them are big surprises to me except maybe Ghost because I completely forgot about that character. Um, yeah, like Ghost is a surprise to me because how is that character still well, around? Yeah, a quantum, something about the died. quantum. Didn't well, she? Just yeah, but if but if she's no. not within that like thing that oh, yeah. Man yeah, has yeah, her, yeah. Yeah. then Janet she just Van Dyne fucking healed her. She touched her, fucking removed that shit from her. Really. You don't remember that in the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp? When they no, I don't like out? either of those movies See, that, at all. That... I've seen them like three times, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's more times than I've Why seen. Why am I not I surprised? Like but, <laughs> I mean, like the whole reason that I forget Ghost as a character was because I wasn't very interested in Ghost as a villain in, in the second Ant-Man movie at all. And so I don't remember like what ended up happening to her, but um, that one surprised me just because I completely forgot that that character existed in the MCU. Um, yeah, no, Janet Janet healed her, so she's she's good. Okay. Okay. So, huh. um anyways, yeah, there's no abomination and Winter Soldier is the only good guy that's in there. And so it makes me think that it's kind of like a uh uh what was his name in Suicide Squad? Um Joel McKinnon's character. Um Sure. Oh, um not bigger I don't, I don't know. He, he was the good guy, like the military officer that was in charge of overseeing the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And on their I don't role. remember what his name is, but I yeah. know exactly. But, anyways, I feel about. like Winter Soldier is taking that role. I think even in the comics, he, him, and somebody, another good guy, end up doing that and like tricking them, the Thunderbolts, into thinking they were going to get Rick like, Flag. Rick Flag. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Tricking them. Yeah, it was Hawkeye. Hawkeye convinced the Thunderbolts that they could, like, turn their lives around and, like, be pardoned and whatever, and that, like, absolutely was not on the table ever. So maybe Winter Soldier is going to end up being kind of that role, um, and they're going to try to take down the leader or, like, one of the other, like, things that the leader sets up or Kang sets up, and we're going to start seeing some character deaths uh, in the Thunderbolts. I could see that. I could definitely see that. I'm. Uh, I am interested though to see what kind of happens between him and. Uh, um, what's his name? The the other the new Captain America. 
Uh, the one that never became Captain America. Like the the one in that show. Um, oh, um, Isaac. U.S. Isaac. agent. Oh. Yeah, oh, U.S. agent. One. Yeah. Oh, I'm interested to about... see like what becomes of those two working together. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess point. same same goes with Taskmaster and Yelena. Right. And we're getting, uh, yeah. what's his name back, to reprise his role as Red... Uh... Red Dawn, I think. Red... Red, no, no. Oh, Red, uh, no. That's a movie with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Red Guard. The original Red Red Dawn was actually a Russian invasion on American soil from way back in the 80s. The new one with Hemsworth. The one was? No, it was about North Korea. No, that one was uh, like North Korea, right? Yeah, just change the the communist country that does it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, Um, you could probably interchangeably do that for the next like fucking fifteen years. Every yeah. five years, just make a new one. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. seriously. No kidding. Um, I'm not. I'm not kidding at all. Yeah, so I'm it's I'm looking forward to this Thunderbolts thing, and I feel like Thunderbolts, like these movies are like with the cast overlapping like that, and the villains from other characters, um, cap like New World Order and Thunderbolts. I feel like we're gonna start seeing a lot more overlap between uh, marvel movies and thunderbolts or new world order is going to be like the civil war type movie again of this phase i think that those are actually going to be a little later than civil war to be honest i think the civil war is going to be in my opinion the the most exciting announcement uh from this entire panel aside from mando season three is secret invasions and i think that's going to be the the big event that's going to start things off was that the trailer it's going to be why we see pardon was was that the trailer that just dropped with nick fury yeah yeah okay um yeah i I think it looks incredible yeah it it looks very good and interesting i just hate the corny line he did i'm the only one standing in between them and what they want it's like isn't that every marvel like like that's such a cliche (laughs) line i feel like um yeah for, that's a book movie i know <laughs> well it's a tv show isn't it Secret Invasion? it is yeah yeah well, yeah Secret saying. invasion's a, a show but i'm super excited for it. the trailer makes it look really interesting it gives it a very civil war like spy espionage feel to it um Dude. but i think that after we kind of discover who all has been scrolls i think then we're going to start to see characters interacting with each other more because I'm I think there are going to be some heroes so that are what do you What do you suppose is happening when people are taken over by Skrulls? Is it that they're like locked away somewhere, or they're dead, or like what? Um, what happens in the comics I, with Secret Invasion? Isn't it that they're dead? I'm not too sure. I think they're like transported somewhere else. Like they're taken somewhere to oh, you know do what? something, I, that to might... be something. That might be true. I feel like I remember that from Marvel Ultimate Alliance in like the end game when you get to the scrolls and you're fighting Galactus or something. I feel like that was a thing then. Um, but um, yeah, what I'm thinking is like the vibe I got with the spy thing and espionage that you're talking about. I got that from Winter Soldier, the second Captain America movie, not like Civil War. Mm. But I could yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like Civil War, I really got it because of, like Zemo's entire character was based yeah. on turning everybody against each other 
from any level of person oh, like yeah, that's government true. downwards his entire thing was was yeah. espionage so then clearly talos and his group of scrolls deviated from the rest of the scroll empire at some point because they're not on the same side it looks like yeah that's uh, like that's the feeling i got from the trailer too is talos is actually like talking to nick fury at one point near the end what if talos himself has been secret invaded or whatever we're calling well he it, isn't he the one that's been playing nick fury the whole time yeah in like the latest spider-man or the not the latest one but the one before fuck i'm losing track what's the last spider-man movie that came out no way home no way home but it wasn't no way home that it was the one before that it was not homecoming um far Far from from home home. far from home that's when yeah he played nick fury because nick fury's off world which is what captain marvel was saying right um yeah but like it were i i I got the feeling that we were led to believe that he had been off world for a long time that this that uh he hasn't been on earth for a good number of years and especially getting the trailer that we got he has both of his eyes and the cat scratch did you guys notice that well they could thor him like you know thor ragnarok him where he loses an eye and then gets like a bionic one after that i'm almost thinking that they swapped places at the end of captain marvel or like pretty close to Hmm. He knew what was going on the whole time from, like, his base on in space or the moon or wherever he is. Oh, so you don't but, think since, since like, the 80s, Nick Fury has not been Nick Fury, it's been Talos. Yeah, I think, like, it, when he became the director, which was shortly after the events of Captain Marvel, I'm sure, um, oh. they basically what swapped is, places. What does Talos get out of that, though? I thought the whole point was he was trying to find a place for his people to be safe from the Kree um well i think i think that is still part of it but i'm sure that it also has something to do with the other faction of scrolls and like i'm sure he has a better chance of being able to see them within the highest installments of government from the position of nick fury compared to nick fury being able to see scroll versus real person you know yeah huh yeah i wonder if there's gonna be some crazy plot twists in that show where like at the end, it'll reveal the Nick Fury that we thought was the real Nick Fury is Talos, and Talos is Nick Fury, and like something like that. <laughs> it's gonna be nuts. Just pull the I old mean, double switcheroo. Right. It'll be interesting to see who's been a scroll this whole time, and I'm hoping to have my mind blown. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel yeah. confident we will, though. But I don't really have anything else uh, necessarily on D23. I think that covered everything that I was actually like excited about yeah but i do want to say that it looks like marvel's next phase may be taking a more serious tone than what we've seen this phase and it makes me extremely excited that's really all i have to say right i really want to see the wrap-up i want to see what everything's been working towards and i want to see the the threat i want to see the bigger picture i want to see the doom and gloom yeah. yeah uh you know what's what's man. going on and i want somebody for once to fucking address the goddamn celestial hanging out of the planet yeah for real <laughs> for fuck's sake instead we get things like there's gonna be a new falcon 
um, in New World Order, like Danny Ramirez will return as a new Falcon. When did we cool, ever good get for Danny him. Ramirez? Yeah, like that's what I was saying. It was like, cool, good for him. But like, who the fuck is Danny Ramirez? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, who gives and, a fuck? And Not like, me. Man, we're just promoting everybody <laughs> to like, oh, so Falcon is now Captain America. We got to have someone fill Falcon's spot. They and didn't need to. I know. They, they didn't, didn't need, need to. to at all. Like, have some no, other character, didn't. you know, like, I don't know. Just, yeah. <sighs> anyway. Weird. Interesting times, though. Anything Anything else anybody else wants to weigh in on before we wrap this up? Um, nope. I think that's pretty much covered it for me as well. Dopeski. Yeah. All right, well, then you know what? We'll, uh, we'll wrap this the fuck up, because we can. It's good length. It's good length. Decent length. Thank you. That's what she said. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Anyway, uh, shout outs, quick shout out, of course, to uh, Joey over at Blind Knowledge. He is our promoter. He uh, built Blind Knowledge from the ground up. It is his baby. Go check out blindknowledge.com for a list of other crazy fucking podcasts. All kinds of shit. Over there, there's other stoner stuff. There's like life hack stuff. There's all kinds of weird stuff. Just go check it out, um, and uh, and go go give these people some love. Um, also, speaking of podcasts, and since you can pretty much find us everywhere, whenever you see us pop up somewhere, and you have a chance to give us a rating, give us a rating. I'm not saying you got to hit that five star. All I'm saying is just give us a rating. It actually helps. Our algorithms get us out to places, uh, and it helps us chart in things like good pods and stuff like that. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, give us some of that rating goodness. I'm a five-star man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it should always be five-star. But, yeah, but, you know, you do you, right? Like It's not like I'm going to track you down and send you hate mail or nothing. <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll see how bored I am. <laughs> but like knowing my ADHD I'll get like halfway through it and just say fuck it any mail is good mail <laughs> no any publicity is good publicity that does not translate to mail because people <laughs> still get bills in the mail and bills suck <laughs> so fuck. not any mail is good mail <laughs> also shout outs to my mans Ryan synthetic7s the man likes to do his streams Sundays to yep. Wednesdays. Check that shit out in the evening times. You will have to be more specific uh, with them to let them know what uh, what time frame you got because I don't, I don't. Uh, <laughs> it varies from day to day. So um, go check him out. He streams all kinds of fun shit. Your your next thing up is uh, Bioshock, yeah. Uh, still finishing Spider-Man DLCs. I've got two more. Oh, damn. Yep, that's what I'm doing lie. right you after were, this, actually. You were pretty certain that you would have been done it by now. Like, yeah, the DLCs are like... They're, they're about a stream per DLC. That's alright, though. So, yeah. But, uh... Took a little longer than I anticipated. The game really slows down at a certain point, and missions stop giving you as much uh, completion percentage as they used to. Yeah, right. I noticed that as well. Mm -hmm. So the end of the game definitely took me about the same amount of time as the first half of the game. It Shit. just 
like I it got to about 80% and from 80 to 100% took me about as long from 0 to 80. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean that's that's all right though cuz like I mean get it's some, get some miles out of that game, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I mean it's I'm cool what happens. I didn't hours. expect that to go all like Arkham, but yeah. Yeah. Good game for sure. But uh, anyway, back to uh, what you were saying, Alex. Well, actually, we're just going to throw it right back to you because, like, if people on the internet want to find you, where do they find you? Yeah, you guys can find me, uh, like Alex said, on Twitch, but also on Instagram at Synthetic7S, streaming Sundays to Wednesdays. Watch parties being a little later, uh, typically starting around, like, 1245 MDT. Um, But... uh, they, they have also been a little short, so definitely make sure you guys are followed with the notifications turned on so you see when I go live and you don't miss any part of the watch parties. You don't want to miss it. You don't. Not even a little nope. bit. Ollie, internet, where? Internet, where? Um, Above us, I think. But <laughs> in reality, I'm quite certain it's all around us. It's actually. all around us. It's underneath yeah. the, my feet as I walk. Um, it is. I can sense it there. The worms have hey. internet. The worms have internet. They um, do. So uh, you can two two G. You can you can find me wherever you can find synthetic seven S. I'm just like there in the background of all his streams, mm-hmm. just like peeping through the window. One one would yep. say it's an underground <laughs> network. Yeah. Um, and uh, right. <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram at oliver.hruiz. The Ruiz. Well, if you folks want to find me, for whatever reason, you can. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter at the real Snurfin, Instagram at Snurfin. And if you want to find us, the podcast, you can. Not just on every single fucking outlet around the world. But also on Instagram and Twitter at Nerdy Nomicron. And that'll be that. That concludes episode 38, the one year special. We, we, we're not calling it that. Um, <laughs> we missed we missed our chance, boys. We missed our one year like yeah. two episodes ago. That's okay. Yeah, I mean it's we're okay. We're stoned. There's always or... next year. Yeah, there's always next year. We missed Or it. like in a couple episodes we'll be like, you know what? Fuck it. We're doing a one year celebration a year. Everyone and a half gets in. party hats. Who knows? <laughs> I mean Okay. I'm okay with party <laughs> hats. <laughs> Only if they've got like streamers and shit on them and sparkles. No, instead they're gonna be the RuneScape ones that are worth like a million gold, but I don't know what that means because I don't <laughs> I'm not a nerd. <laughs> Plays World of Warcraft. I'm not a nerd. Need a t-shirt it's different. <laughs> we need a yeah, we, we, we need to design a t shirt that says that. <laughs> I would wear that proudly, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Touche and fuck you. As always, until next time, enjoy that outro music. Peace. Adios.